peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about the trouble and trying to be responsible one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! What is going on, peeps? How is everybody doing today? Thought we'd started off with a little bit of, um, yeah, the uh, the fake media there. It was uh, pretty interesting today. I don't know if you guys saw the. Um, it was a press conference that Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Boris, and all them had. It was uh, pretty interesting. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, first, uh, I got my kid. So I've got my oldest kid. I'm going to bring him on here, you know, on and off throughout as we're uh, kind of dropping some of the information. Thought it'd be kind of fun to hang out with him. And, um, you know, let me make sure that I've got the audio up <laughs> before I keep rambling. All right, let me make sure everybody hear me all right. <laughs> so I wanted to double check because I'm at the office. I'm at the studio now. So anyways, we're going to be bringing the kid on and um, we'll discuss a couple different things. You know, my my little body double. So my little uh, my little clone. So he'll be coming on in a little bit, helping out, hanging out, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, got some things that uh, we're going to go over today. Things like um, we're going to talk about the media a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, gruesome, newsome, you know, the, the new lockdowns and curfews and stuff. Just a tiny little bit. We'll uh, talk a little bit about the, the press conference and we're going to talk a little bit about um, Let's see, I think Wisconsin, right? They're, they're a good old uh, ballot dump that they had that um, we've got some data on. We're also going to talk a little bit about um, New York and uh, the school there, what they're doing there with de Blasio, uh, Cuomo, all those guys. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about um, no Thanksgiving, you know. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about rules, the rules uh, for us, but not for them. And, uh, you know, them being caught. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, the Denmark mask 
um, study that came out. You know, it was done back in like April or something, but it was suppressed. Nobody, nobody wanted it out. Nobody wanted to talk about it. So there's there's some information in there. I mean, depending on, you know, if you read through the whole thing, um, you can be interpreted a little bit, you know, both ways, I guess. So we'll talk about that just a tiny little bit. Um, we'll talk about um, how we're headed towards uh, socialism and how socialism ends up in as communism. Uh, we'll uh, take some questions, give away some crypto and some books and all that kind of cool stuff. Take some questions, all that. So, and if you haven't already, uh, make sure that uh, you follow us over there on uh, Parler and over there on uh, Twitter. All right. So make sure you do that. Make sure you go ahead and follow us over there. Also join the email list so that way we can stay in touch with you, you know, if need be. Uh, say if this channel or something gets taken down. Obviously, we still have our TV show that you can get us on and Parlor and uh, Gab and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully Andrew Torba will get uh, Gab TV up and running here pretty soon, right? That would be nice. So I'm actually supposed to talk with him a little bit, um, I think coming up here pretty soon. It was either today or tomorrow. I don't think we're going to bring him on the channel, but just to kind of get an update, kind of get an update, see where he's at and when we can expect this stuff to uh, to go live. All right. So let's um, let's see here. Where do we want to start off at? You know, I think it'd be great if we just start off with Rudy. Let's start off with Rudy. All right. Let me see if I can find this clip. This is from the press conference today where in literally, I mean, over an hour hour and 15 minutes or something like that. I forget exactly how long it was. They were just dropping bombs, just information, just just a huge info dump where they they broke down how this election uh, was stolen, how it was done. Um, you know, some of the people involved in it, they even talked, Sydney came in and talked about the voting machines and who's behind that. Literally for like over an hour, they, they just kept, they were just dropping bombs, explaining this, breaking it all out to people. And then the press really didn't want to cover it. So you can see here, I want to play this little clip for you, kind of start things off with some Rudy. All right. Let me see if I can uh, get the hang of this one over here. All right. So give me one second here, make sure I put the audio on for you. And let's see here. All right. Here we go, peeps. We'll take. Uh, you alleged that um, Donald Trump has won by a, a landslide. Um, we've, we've seen that a lot of your um, lawsuits and, and, in fact, lawyers have been kind of dropping like flies. What do you say to those people who call this a Russian 2.0, just on the other side? Why didn't this, and also why didn't the where, where, what, 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 what uh, fake network do you come from? I don't have a from a fake network. In fact, I am completely independent, have no one above my head. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, first, first of all, our cases haven't been dismissed. We only have. It's not our case, ma'am. Don't lie to people. Ma'am, 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 you are lying. You're lying. You're lying. Well, continue to lie. I'm not going to. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Okay. Let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. The answer to the question is, we don't have a lot of lawsuits. We only have three. Our lawsuits have not been dropped all over the place. We just, we just, we, we, okay. Well, you're a totally discourteous person. I'm going to finish my answer. So I'm going to finish my answer. The fact is we have very, very few lawsuits. The lawsuits you're talking about have been brought by private individuals and groups. Most of them were dismissed for lack of standing. 
probably correctly, because they were brought before the election took place. The election is now over. The only lawsuit we have withdrawn is the one where we got the relief that we wanted, and that's the one in Michigan. We also have another lawsuit in Michigan that will accomplish the other objectives of what we want to do in Michigan. So it's silly to have two competing lawsuits. The only lawyer that left a case left because he was threatened. His family was threatened. His children were threatened. And so was the other lawyer. Yeah, that's true. We have a, a little difficulty getting lawyers because our lawyers get threatened with being killed because of the ridiculous way in which you cover this and the ridiculous way in which you cover. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody, but I get a pretty good sense from you, the way you handle yourself, how you cover it. All right, we're finished with you now. One last question. One last question from a one last question. One last question. One last question from a reasonable civil person. Yeah, you are not. Yes. No, her, she isn't. Well, we'll find out. Anyways, peeps, as you can see, I don't want to play the whole video for you. You guys can find it uh, very quickly um, right there on the uh, the internet. It's uh, right there on the, uh, hold on one second here. So anyways, you guys can find that um, out there on uh, the right side broadcasting. And he just goes on, you know, to to ream these uh, these reporters and telling them what a disservice that they're actually doing to the country and how what um, what they're doing is just as bad or on par with just as bad as all this voter fraud. So uh, he really just kind of lays down the law right there for him. And um yeah, it's 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 pretty incredible, you know the uh, the disservice that the media is doing for us. Uh, you saw the um, all the talking heads, right? When when this video first started, they're all saying the same thing. You know, I wonder who their handler is that's feeding us all that information. You know what I mean? The the programming, rather, you know, the mockingbird media, the, whatever it is they're trying to push, you know, their their agenda down on us because uh, we can see it, right? So if you watch something like Right Side Broadcasting, you'll get the entire, you know, you'll get you'll get both sides of it, right? But if you just watch, you know, Fox or CNN or MSNBC or ABC or NBC, whatever, you know, they cut away from things. Um, they they twist what people say. They take one little tiny uh, snippet of something and um, then they run with that and they just kind of, you know, make the person look bad, even though it's not um, actually what they intended or what they meant, you know, what it meant to be, um, you know, construed as. So it's, you know, that's that's the small side of things. Then you got, you know, where they're basically just either A, not covering things or B, uh, just blatantly lying, you know, like like they were trying to do there with Rudy. You know, he just called her out as a liar. And, you know, I don't know if you went on Twitter or not, but if you look under Rudy Giuliani, all they do is they just show all these images of him as kind of like a sweaty pig right now from, you know, from this press conference. They don't even discuss they don't even discuss the over hour of information that they dropped and how impactful and important it is that every American hears it. And he went up there and he did his opening statement for basically the lawsuit that's going to be coming to probably multiple states. They keep saying, oh, you lost 25 or you lost 26 you know, lawsuits already. Well, those weren't his lawsuits. You know, that's one of the things Trump keeps talking about. Wait till you see my lawsuit. Right. So they have three lawsuits out there. And so they haven't been losing lawsuits. The only time that they actually withdraw or something like that is if they actually get what they want, 
right? So if they actually get what they want. But um, yeah, it's kind of scary when when these people are controlling uh, the information that we hear and see, and not so much us, because if you're watching this, then you're probably getting your news from other places, right? Um, but for the average person out there that just has Fox on or has ABC or NBC or CNN, I know that there's a move away from that, but there's still a lot of people out there that that's how they get their information. So it's a, uh, you know, it's it's a little it's a little scary, you know. That's that's kind of like. Um, it's like communism, right? It's like state-run media. That's that's pretty much what we have right now. You're looking you're looking at socialism slash communism, you know, light um, in our media that we have today. Whether it's social media, or whether it is you know the actual media that you're seeing on TV. A couple good examples of that. Let me show you really quick. This is uh, pretty interesting stuff here. Let me show you. And I'm sure you've seen probably a lot of this stuff already, but. Maybe not. Maybe not. One second here. All right. Let's see. Not that one. All right. One second here. Peeps got all these open tabs. Let's see. Not that one. One second. All right. Well, here's one of them. So you can see this one right here. So this is Breitbart. All right. So Breitbart says that, um, you know, just recently Twitter has placed warning labels on 23 posts and retweets from President Donald Trump this week, each calling his post disputed, continuing its repeated pattern of censorship since Election Day. So this is pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know if you saw uh, Ted Cruz. So I'm not sure if you saw Ted Cruz, but Ted Cruz was actually interviewing Jack and he was asking him if he's, you know, an expert in, you know, voter fraud or the elections or anything like that. He said no. But yet he's labeling all these posts as, you know, could be harmful information, but yet he's not the expert. And then Jack says, oh, yeah, well, you know, we just label it and point to a broader conversation. But then Ted Cruz, of course, says, no, that's not what you do at all. You say in the next page that, you know, voter fraud is very small percentage of, you know, votes out there. And it's highly unlikely. So you are in sense becoming a publisher, not distributing information. So you can see that with the media as far as the TV stuff that we see. And then you can see that, of course, with um Social media as well. Here's another example, if I can find it for you really quick. This one here is a real eye opener. And this one here, I think, comes from good old Drano. So give me one second. Let's see. Where is it at? Here, let's see if this is it. Uh, no, this isn't the one. That's our buddy, uh, Corsa. You got Adele there, 412 Anon, and then you got Methods. Actually, Methods will be on next Monday, too. So I got so many freaking open tabs. Let's see. Not that one. Not that one. Let's see. Nope. 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 Here we go. All right. So check this out. I should be able to see this here. Twitter's censorship of the 2020 presidential campaign. You see that? Biden, zero times. Trump, 194 times, right? That is pretty freaking crazy. Pretty freaking crazy. And that's uh, it's very similar to having like a state-run media, right? You know, they can 
basically censor the conversation. They can completely tune somebody out, uh, completely silence, you know, their, their viewpoints, but yet they can do whatever they want because we all know Biden's their boy, right? Biden is their boy. All right. So let me bring Aaron on real quick and uh, we'll keep uh, sharing stuff as well. But uh, let's see here. Boom. There's my little twin. Huh? What's going on, guys? So How you guys we're, we're, all right. Let me turn the uh, volume off on my side so that way we don't get that nasty echo. Oh, but uh, yeah, that'd be cool to uh, bring the kid on and, um, you know, just kind of have him contribute a little bit. So Great to have you on, boy, even though you're only a room away. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> what do you think about all this censorship stuff? Oh, this is uh, this is getting unreal. Uh, just like the thing that you just showed, he, Biden was censored zero times and Trump hun- over 100. And just it's it's really, really insane. I hope that's something that actually comes from the, uh, the you know, the the White House regarding uh, Ted Cruz and all those big social media guys on Capitol Hill. So hopefully comes something comes from that. Yeah, we, we sure hope that something comes from that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when you, when you see, it almost looks like theater. You know, we've had them up there a couple times. You get Zuckerberg up there. You get Jack up there. You get Google up there. You get Bezos up there. And they all just kind of play. Yeah, it's, it's like political theater, really. But one of the things that I have noticed is, they've gotten them to take positions and to say things that can be used against them later. It reminds me of kind of like a discovery phase. So I don't know if you're familiar with lawsuits at all. Um, but when you're going through a lawsuit or you're starting a lawsuit, you know, they, they have this discovery phase. They have, um, you know, basically where they, they bring people in and they start, you know, asking them questions and things like that, that where they get them on the record. So that way, once they're on the record, then, then when they go to trial or they actually go to court, they can then go back to their um, you know, their uh, depositions. So this to me looked like a deposition where you have your discovery phase, you have a deposition where the attorney asks you know the people questions, those people are then on the record. Then when you go to trial, if you say something different, then they go back to your deposition um, you know, statements and they're like, well, that's not what you said here. So uh, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe this is just you know kind of the long game. But yeah, it definitely seems like political theater to me because uh, we haven't seen anything happen yet. And hopefully we definitely will. One of the things that, you know, I really worry about, too, is, you know, we're kind of, um, you know, it's kind of going the way of, of, of like communism, of socialism. You know, I keep talking about how we're, we're being censored. You, you hear about, I mean, the people we brought on the channel, for instance, just, um, you know, they've lost their channels like Red Pill, right? So, you know, you got Red Pill, you got Woke Society, you know, you got Just Informed. You got all these great guys that, um, you know, got censored on YouTube. Right. They get uh, removed from Twitter. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, like uh, Dilly, you know, you look at Dilly. The guy has been removed. I don't even know how many times off Twitter. Right. So you see the censorship. But, you know, when you start to look at it, I don't know if people understand how like communism actually kind of works. So I found kind of an article here that I thought would be kind of cool to share. Let me go ahead and do that really quick, peeps. So this here is on kind of the basic 10 tenets of communism. All right. So this is kind of like communist theories and principles. So here we go, peeps. Let's see here. All right. So we already know that we have a central banking system, right? So you guys are familiar with with the Fed. You guys are familiar with the IMF. You guys are familiar with entities like that, right? You got government controlled education. Well, 
you already know that they're putting people that um, are in charge of our kids that have these Marxist views. It's been found numerous times where they've been actually able to, um, you know, find these teachers and they, they look into them and they find out that they're Marxists. And then you look at the curriculum that they're teaching the kids and it's basically to hate America. And that's why Trump, he came out with his 1776 plan that institutes patriotism back into the school system. So uh, there's there's that government controlled education. So, you know, just like Trump's trying to uh, give give parents, you know, the choice to be able to pick where their kid can go to school, you know, the right to choose. Um, you see government controlled labor. Well, we already know that, you know, the the state and federal government sets, you know, wages. So, I mean, that's just one thing. Right. You, you can see that they make they make all these different kinds of rules that you uh, that corporations and businesses have to follow, at least small businesses. But then when you see things like big businesses, like take, for instance, when Barack Obama was in office, when Barack was in office, he uh, came out with his health care plan, right? And so, you know, Obamacare for all. Well, a lot of people found out it was so expensive um, that it was just cheaper to, to pay the fine and not actually subscribe to Obamacare. So, you know, a lot of employers that just simply just paid the fine versus paying for Obamacare because it was the opposite of what he was what he was preaching. He was saying that pre-existing conditions, you know, are covered. You can go see your own doctor. All these lies, right? He lied every single time, and of course, it being cheap, which it was not. But what they don't talk about too much is Obama's buddies, his big corporate buddies. They got waivers. They got passes. They did not have to subscribe to the Obamacare plan. A lot of people don't talk about that, but um, you know, that's, it's just one of those things, right? So you, you have healthcare too. So then you've got uh, government ownership of transportation and communication vehicles. So communication vehicles, what is that? Well, that's the freaking media, yo. That is your social media. That is, you know, your, your TV. It's, it's all those things, right? Let me put this back. You know, it's it's all the ways that we that we use to communicate. Uh, it could be you know phones, right? It could be our, um, you know, our, our cell phone, our home phone. You're finding out that um, you know from like Snowden and others that uh, they monitor all of our calls, right? So now we're hearing um, where people's text messages are are erased, erased, deleted. You know, it's not by them; it's by somebody else. All kinds of all kinds of weird things happening, right? So you can see that happening. You've got uh, the transportation. So you know, with that that Green New Deal and all that stuff that they're trying to do, it's going to raise the price of fuel so high. I don't know if you remember, but you know, pre-Trump, you know, we were paying five fifty, six dollars a gallon, and for a business, when you got a business that. Um, you know, say delivery or, you know, you're a construction guy or, you know, who, who cares what you do? I mean, you probably need a vehicle just to, to commute. If you can't afford the fuel, how are you going to do it? So you have to end up, you know, relying on government cheese or government transportation if it kept up. I mean, that five or six dollars, people were still getting by. But imagine if it was 15 or 20 dollars a gallon, you know, or you just take the bus or you take whatever, Whatever government um, transportation, you know, you could you could see that that was the way we were going. And you can see with um, Biden and what he wants to do with like the Paris Accord and wanting to do the Green New Deal and all these types of things. It goes right back in that direction again to where you price people out. Like you said, he doesn't want any fossil fuels. Right. You, you saw all those videos where he said that. 
So what else do our vehicles run on? I mean, there's not enough electric cars out there. And so anyways, you can see all this stuff is starting to kind of happen, right? You see government ownership of agriculture means and factories. So, you know, thank God for Trump. I mean, he was, um, you know, giving subsidies to the farmers. I don't know if you remember that or not, but he gave like, uh, what was it, 18 billion or something like that to to the farmers to help them out. Because um, under Obama, you know, they were just getting beat up. They were getting beat up so bad. They're outsourcing everything to China. Um, and it was really, really difficult. So what ends up happening? Well, it gets so bad, you're going to need government cheese just to... Um, maintain your your farms and your your agriculture all that kind of stuff right you saw what they were doing to the meat industry how they were shipping off you know they were bringing in actually they were bringing in cattle from you know mexico and from canada and from other places uh really hurting you know um all the people here with um, the distribution of meat so you could see the the direction that was going and with somebody like uh, biden in it would go right back that way total abolition of private property all right so Again, if you're looking at some of, um, you know, uh, Biden's, if you're looking at some of Biden's, um, you know, plans and whatnot, it, he ends up I mean, taxing the crap out of us to where we can't afford anything. And he ends up, it, it ends up hurting the businesses so bad that guess what? I mean, nobody's going to be able to, uh, to keep employees because it's going to be so expensive. Um, you know, not only the wages could go up, but you know, the taxes on the small businesses, the taxes on the people, what do you think happens when he gets rid of, uh, the Trump taxes, tax cuts? What do you think happens? It affects everybody. It's like, Oh, it's just the richest people. Well, who do you think creates all the jobs? You know, it's usually the richest people or the people that, you know, own businesses and things like that. So what happens to these people when they can't afford to pay their people? Well, they end up closing up shop and usually losing everything. What happens when the taxes go so high you can't afford to live in wherever you live? You can see that gradually you, you could end up with the, the abolition of private property where you're just relying on government cheese for everything. I mean, look what they're doing during this lockdown, right? 14 days to flatten the curve. Well, we're like eight months in, right? Well, what's, what's their plan? Their plan is to just keep giving money to people. So what does that do? What well, makes them makes these people reliant on the government for their money, for their well-being? That's uh that is a scary scary thing, especially when you actually look at the data for this flu virus whatever you want to call it. Being locked down, all this crazy stuff that's going on, it's not justified. You know, we've had way worse before, way worse, and we never locked down. Uh, but anyways, what that does do is it makes people dependent on the government. So they're going to end up being, you know, looking for them to um, the people end up looking to the government for for their government cheese, for their for their money. It's a it's a scary thing. Uh, property rights confiscation. I mean, you know that um, under Obama, you know, people, you know, are losing their properties. They have this thing called eminent domain where they could just um, basically just roll up on your house and say that, hey, we're going to widen the road here. We're going to do X, Y and Z. And you're going to take however much money we're willing to give you for your property good old eminent domain, right? So stuff like that. But, you know, when you get to communism where you have like Chavez walking down the street and pointing at, you know, buildings and saying, I want that one or this one now goes to that guy. It couldn't, it may not be that far. I mean, when you look at Ilhar Omar and AOC and Biden and all these people, you know, it's like, I can't imagine it's, um, you know, too far, you know, too far away from reality, right? I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but, you know, Chavez would have the TV crew follow him and they would go and basically just repurpose properties. You know, if you had a nice house or something, he would just kick you out of it and put somebody else in it. You had a nice business, he'd kick you out of it, put somebody else in it. That stuff happened. 
it was a TV show doing it. It was pretty crazy. Um, so obviously that hasn't happened here yet, thank God. But um, with some of these people and some of the people that they admire, I mean, when you start tar- talking about them being Marxists, I mean, that's, guess what? That's uh, part of the recipe, right, for Marxism. So this is the 10 tenets from, from Karl Marx himself, right? So we got um, heavy income tax on everyone. Well, guess what? That's what Biden wants to do. He says it's not going to affect anybody uh, that makes less than $400,000. But really? Because if you're taxing all the the employers and, you know, the richest people that create the jobs, now they don't have a job. And when they start um, trying to, you know, basically cover the costs of these high taxes, guess what? Everything else goes up too. So your bread, your milk, your water, your rent, your gas, everything goes up. So that is another tax on the poorest people. That's what always happens. Whenever you raise taxes, it's the poorest people that pay the most. You know, it's, it's statistically proven. There's there's just a library full of data that you can actually look at and see that when you raise the when you raise the taxes on people, it's not the rich that get hurt. Sure, it sucks, but it's it's the people that aren't rich. It's the people that are making under four hundred thousand dollars that are going to pay for the costs of these new of these new taxes. So you get elimination of rights of inheritance. All right. So we, we know about the death tax, right? So when people die, um, there's like a 50 to 60% tax, depending on where you live that, um, like say for instance, you know, a father died, the property goes to his son. He could be paying 50 to 60% tax on the entire amount. Well, what happens if you don't have that money? You got to sell the property, right? You know, um, Trump, to his credit, he got rid of it to an extent, but he lowered it, I think, to like eleven and a half million dollars. So basically, you know, that helps out most most people. But some farmers, cattle ranchers, people like that, same scenario. Say the um, the father dies and he wants to leave the cattle ranch to his son. Well, say it's worth twelve million dollars, right? Well, he's going to be taxed on you know five hundred thousand of it. So that, that helps that guy, right? But if it's worth, say, $100 million, well, he's only going to get the first $11.5 million or whatever it is. I could be off by a little bit. I forget exactly what it is. But it's like $11.5, $15 million, somewhere around there. That first amount, the $11.5 or $15, whatever it is, will be tax-free. But then the other 85 or 88 and a half, that's going to be taxed at whatever the federal rate plus their state rate is. So it could be like 50, 60 percent. How are they going to do that? Well, they're going to have to liquidate all the cattle or whatnot. So, again, you can see that um, that was in place during Obama's you know tenure. OK, uh, Trump came in and put the 11 and a half or 15 on there. But, uh, yeah, anyways, you can see the, the way that we were going. So, again, thank God for Trump. We got uh, regional planning. I mean, dude, you got, uh, it's more than regional. I mean, you you can see what uh, these these states are doing with these draconian lockdowns, um, basically telling people who's essential, who's not essential. It's, uh, it's pretty scary. I mean, it's pretty freaking scary. Then you look at the people they put in charge of whether it's education or whatever department throughout these different cities and states and you look at the people that run them i mean look at the secretary of state for like uh you know even georgia or michigan i mean you can't tell me that it doesn't look like these people are bought off and corrupt when they put voting systems in there that uh, essentially are known for flipping votes they were um they were basically created for chavez to rig all of his elections and that's what he did. He never lost an election after they created that software. And then you find out Smartmatic and Dominion are all in bed together. And 
possibly all of them, possibly all of them. Um, and they're known for flipping votes. And you've got the guy from Dominion that says he'll make sure that Trump doesn't win. He made sure of it. You've got Biden coming out saying, you know, he's got the most extensive and inclusive, um, you know, fraud, uh, voter fraud organization American people or countries ever seen. You can see that um, with the electronic voting, with the ballots, all these types of corruption, with these people in prominent places that could be part of this, we could end up like China, literally, forget about what Reagan said in a generation. I mean, literally, we could be there in, in a couple of years, four years, because if you've got enough people in on it, like what you can see in some of these blue states, you, you, you see what's happening to their rights. They just keep getting whittled and whittled and slashed away. Um, they're telling us who's essential, who's not, who can have Thanksgiving, who can't, you know, who can... You know, have Christmas, who can't, um, you know, whether your kids can go to school or not. I mean, it's it's crazy. So it's beyond regional planning. I mean, it's beyond regional planning. And when you look at this this voter fraud that's going on, um, we could end up being China if they were to win. Because I can tell you right now, there's no way that these people, these crazy SOBs that are in office, there's no way that there's so many of them in office that got voted in legitimately. I would love to see the servers that supposedly got you know, taken from Germany. And I don't know if it was the good guys or the bad guys that took it, like I said from the beginning. But supposedly Dominion servers, you know, were, were taken by uh, military forces, U.S. military, DOJ. I don't know if it was good guys or bad guys. Um, I still don't know. But I would love to see the servers to see how many people are in office that um, don't deserve to be there, that were never voted in. You look at California, I guarantee it's a red state. I guarantee it. People don't want to hear that because they're like, oh, my God, it's so blue. But that's because the media, the media is what's doing this to people. They, they don't realize that if you have 1% of the country, let's just say there's 350 million people, and 1% of it are just bat crap crazy like, you know, AOC and Pelosi and all these types of people, that 1%. So you got 3.5 million people. Now you got 3.5 million people that are crazy, right? You got these crazy AOCs, these Antifas, all those types of people. Then what? What do you do to make it look really, really big? Well, you point the media at it, right? So all the media sees is this 1%. And then there's the other, you know, 19% that are just kind of complacent, right? They're just kind of like, I'm a Democrat and, you know, I'm just going to roll with it because I don't want to speak out against them. Then you got the 80%, which I believe what it really is, 80% that are like, screw that. We want nothing to do with it. And that's why you see these massive turnouts, you know, for, for voting. That's why they, they couldn't pull the fraud out without getting super, super sloppy. And then you got... Um, it's like the rallies, right? So you got the the new the new voters that show up or voters that haven't voted ever in their life and they're freaking 60 years old. They're showing up to vote for Trump. People are showing up at rallies. That's that's America. You know, I mean, every state he went to, he could go there numerous times and you can't get the biggest bands on the planet to do what he did. I mean, you look at Biden. You're telling me a guy that campaigned a handful of times uh, that had Lady Gaga with him and Obama and he couldn't you know draw more than flies, you know, like 20 people, 100 people. You're telling me that guy beat, you know, <laughs> our guy by like, well, what is it? Something, some crazy millions and millions of votes. Impossible. In, impossible. So anyways, Aaron, you want to add anything? I just kind of went on a long tangent. I was going to jump into what a republic is. Um, uh, it, was, it was really good. Yeah, it's just uh, extremely scary to see what, you know, what, the, what happens with communism, especially when people leave communistic areas like Venezuela and other countries back, you know, Back, whether it's today or whether it was, you know, a while ago, and then they come over here wishing for a better life. And then now you have people that are in power wanting to do the same thing that they just left. They're like, we don't want this. Like um, a friend of ours, um, we, we know, came from Vietnam. 
and he's he voted for Trump because he does not want to go back to what he had when he left Vietnam. That's why he left Vietnam anyways. He wanted to come here and have a great life. And people are now trying to make it so that way we're going to those those kinds of um, you know third world kind of ideals, which I, I don't think no, is a good time. I hear you for sure. Trying to find uh, so this here is to your point. So right here, Trump is saying. As I told USA Today, the Latino exodus from the Democratic Party in Florida is a direct result of its leadership, leadership's embrace of socialism. And the so socialism, for a lot of people that don't know, it's like the stage before communism. And a lot of people say it's very similar. There's all kinds of debates. You can go watch a thousand hours on whether socialism is communism or how far, how many degrees away from communism it is. But it's definitely a progressive agenda. So if you read what dude says here, he says, um, when you have national democratic leaders praising Fidel Castro's indoctrination programs and hailing neo-Marxists as the future of the party, it uh, communicated to our community that the Democratic Party does not respect our values, said Gina Carlo Sopo, a Cuban-American communication strategist on the Trump campaign. We simply voted accordingly, as did many other Latinos, like Colombians and Peruvians, who want nothing to do with socialism and the progressive agenda. So, again, right there, this kind of speaks to your point where people come over and they're hoping that, um, you know, they've just, they've, they've left communism, they've left that craziness, they came over here for the American dream, and then they're like, wait a minute, this sounds awfully familiar. And then you look at Dominion and you look at these voting companies and, you realize that they were used in Venezuela. They were used in these areas down south where, when you look, the first the first case, I believe, of Smartmatic, or it was um, one of the guys was talking about it that worked for Fidel. It was a Fidel Castro or Chavez. I think it was Chavez, um, where Chavez was losing. He lost the election, but they did like a recount, and they used the software to do it. So he went from losing 60%, and only having 40% to having 60% and the other guy losing 40%. So from the very beginning, this was used to rig elections down there. So these people, it's not, I would say, you know, some of them, you know, maybe have Stockholm syndrome where they, where they get kind of, I don't know, they get kind of used to their captors and they're just a captive and they're just, you know, like they're, they're, they're scared of freedom. They're scared of leaving prison, but I would imagine the majority of them, they, they want freedom. You know, they want their beautiful country back. They want it to be free like America was. So a lot of people are, you know, waking up to this. And I really believe we're in the majority. I really believe 80% of the people um, love America and love what it stands for. And that's what they really want. And the irate, crazy, insane 1% that's getting all the media attention makes it look like it's the opposite. That's what I think is really happening. All right, let me uh, jump in here. Let's see here. Um, let's look at your Wisconsin um, map. So you had something you wanted to share. Let me go ahead and find that really quick for you here. So I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but you want to talk about it? You want me to talk about it? Who do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I think it was interesting. Uh, OAN actually covered it as well. But um, yeah, so he has the tweet uh, actually it's timestamped by New York times showing just it, everything is just kind of here. And then all of a sudden, boop, just huge, huge line. And there's been a lot of t-shirts and, and things made about that. Just the whole, you know, everything's, everything's going. And then all of a sudden, bam, Biden's votes just skyrocket. And as you can see, um, 
That's, that's, that's actually not showing it, is it? It's uh, not showing sure. the actual one. Let's see. So that's uh, give me one second here, peeps. Let me go ahead and find that for you again. See, it was showing on my side, but I noticed it wasn't showing on on yours. Uh, let's see. Here we go. So can you see that? There we go. All right, now everybody can see it. All right, so take a look at this. This is here is what Aaron is talking about. Do you see that ginormous dump of votes that came in here? That came in. It said that um, at 3.42 a.m., so at 3.42 a.m., that's uh, when it said that it came in. And it was 143,000. I have to get close to the screen and squint. Sorry, guys. 143,379 votes. And guess who they were all for? You know, that's the thing, right? Who were they all for? You going to answer that? Every single <laughs> one of them was for Biden. Not a single one for Trump. Not a single one for Joe Jorgensen. Nobody else, just Biden, which uh, is, in my opinion, absolutely impossible. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. It's mathematically impossible. So it, I think uh, Sidney Powell actually said today, it'd be like uh, flipping a coin and it landing on that side every single freaking time. Yeah, that's that's how impossible it is. All the mathematicians, everybody um, is talking about this. But it's not just Wisconsin. Like this happened in Michigan, too. This happened in numerous states. So same thing has been happening in all these uh, battleground states. And, uh, you know, it's funny the media is not covering it. So, again, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of communism there, right? Some censorship. So to talk about what America was founded on. So one of our great uncles. So that would be. Benjamin Franklin, one of the, the drafters and one of the architects behind the Constitution. So this a little bit might be in our blood. So he's one of my great, great, great uncles. So he's just added another great on and that's that's your uncle, too. So <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me find uh, this article here on the Republic that um, that they crafted, that they created. Um, so let's see here. Where is that? All right, here we go. All right. So here, the principles of government. So I'm not going to read the entire uh, definition that they have here, but you'll get the idea as we go along. All right. Let me uh, put this up here. Cool. You can see everything. All right. So checks and balances. Super important. Obviously, we don't have that right now. Right. When you look at these uh, these states, we don't have checks and balances uh, in place. Constitutional powers are distributed among the branches of government, allowing each to limit the application of power of other branches and to prevent expansion of power by any branch. So that was the idea behind its founding. Obviously, that's not what we currently have. We have people that are doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They bring things into law through lawsuits. So they'll come up with a crazy idea. They'll sue a city or state or whatever, and then they'll get they'll work with the judge. The judge will side with whoever sued. And then guess what? That now becomes precedent. It now becomes law rather than, you know, voting, you know, hey, we want this. We don't want this. So they do all kinds of crazy workarounds. Uh, consent of the governed, popular sovereignty. Well, I think you can see in Michigan even, you know, you look at, um, you know, Whitmer there, right? So she's been doing all this unconstitutional stuff. They're trying to impeach her right now. God, I hope they do. But uh, we definitely, um, the consent of the governed by popular sovereignty, yeah, due process. I mean, I mean, this these are all founding principles that we're supposed to have. But um, you know, when you've got like Hunter Biden, um, how is it that you know a guy like that um, is walking free when you got a guy like Roger Stone 
that has his house raided and you look at general flynn all these people right luckily thank god you know they they didn't end up going to prison or something like that because they found some you know attorneys i guess smart enough and uh, judges constitutional enough to drop it with exception to flynn of course the doj dropped it but solomon hasn't so he's still having to deal with that uh, with that judge because due process isn't working for him obviously equality well again you know if you're a democrat you're going to be treated a lot different than if you're a republican a lot different as you can see when it comes to votes like curing votes like in uh, pennsylvania if you're a democrat and you messed up on your ballot guess what they call you they'll help you fix it if you're a republican they just throw it away uh, that's just one simple little one simple little thing uh, federalism you know the the people delegate certain powers of the national government while the states retain other powers and the people who authorize both the states and national government retain all freedoms not delegated to the governing bodies so again we're, we're supposed to have a country that is ruled by us by we the people not ruled by the government you know so we the people shouldn't be ruled by the government the government should be ruled by us so you can see how all this stuff is from what we're supposed to be to what we have are, are very different. Freedom of contract, uh, freedom of individuals and corporations to make legal binding mutual agreements without arbitrary or unreasonable legal restrictions. So you can dive deep here about all the crazy legal restrictions that have been placed on businesses. And Trump has been slashing the crap out of those regulations because Obama, you know, was just handcuffing businesses all over the place, deciding basically who could who could be in business and who couldn't to a lot of degrees based on the regulations that he put into place. Um, freedom of religion. You can see that they're attacking Christianity on, on all fronts. You can see that uh, I think even even the Pope, I think uh, he just sided with the CCP. Right. So Catholicism and, and Chinese are, are becoming like this, I guess, in Hong Kong. So you can look into it. I really don't know that much about it. I just heard uh, a tiny bit about uh, the upset within the Catholic community because of uh, Pope Francis. Uh, so we've got freedom of re uh, religion, freedom of speech, press and assembly. You tell me. I mean, if you can be censored on all these platforms, I mean, it's pretty crazy, right? Um, I, I guess if you take the platforms out of the equation, do you still have the right to go out there and, and talk? Well, I guess if you're a peaceful protest or you're at church, no. They'll uh, throw you in jail. But if you want to burn down a city, mm, cool, man. They're fine with that. Um, liberty. Um, obviously, you know, that all that stuff is <laughs> our freedoms, you know, the lockdowns, all that kind of stuff uh, that's being uh, infringed upon. Uh, limited government. Um, we all know that didn't happen. Our government has just exploded in, in, in size and scale and girth. I mean, we've got the government working against our president. You know what I mean? Like we have a government in three letter agencies that are essentially, you know, doing their own thing. They're they're working for deep state actors or there's another government in place we're not aware of um, and they're doing their own thing they're definitely not uh, working for uh, the president uh, as you saw over the uh, the impeachment and the the, the russian dossier and, and all the stuff that they've been doing to him over the past four years even when you have his um you know his uh coronavirus task force come out and they're all saying different things than what he's saying I mean, he's getting shot in the foot everywhere, everywhere he goes. You know, his his own government is um, supposed to be working for him, with him, is against him. So it's it's crazy. So we definitely don't have a limited government. Uh, majority rule, minority rights. Uh, we could you know talk about that all day long, but obviously we don't have that. Uh, natural and inalienable rights. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're born here, you know, you've got natural rights. But uh, again, if you can't go to church, um, 
you know, it's, uh, it's pretty scary, right? Examples are life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness. So right now, us all being locked in our in our houses for a uh, flu with basically, what is it? It's something crazy like um, 0.0003% chance of fatality from the, the Corona, from the Rona, uh, if you're under like 69 or something like that. Something along those lines, you can look it up. You can find the statistics out there. It's just, I mean, you have a one in 214 chance, I believe it is, if I remember right, of dying in a car accident. So you literally have a higher chance of dying to go get your test than you do of dying of the flu. And I don't want to be insensitive. I know people have died from this, okay? And I feel horrible for them that have died. It's a travesty for, you know, for their families, their friends, all that. But you can't justify shutting down an entire country for a couple hundred thousand deaths, which the CDC said 94% um, had comorbidities. So they could have died from a heart attack that they just, you know, pinned with Rona. Uh, in the other 6,000, they say um, the the six, sorry, the, uh, the was it 94 and six? Yeah. So the other 6%, um, you know, they, they didn't even have proper testing in place. So we really don't even know the actual number of people that actually died from this flu, right? We really don't know how, how many it is. But what we do know is like cigarettes kills like half a million people a year. So why aren't cigarettes banned? Why is everybody locked in their homes because of cigarettes? You know what I mean? You know, like uh, death by doctor, the third leading cause of death in the country. Um, you know, you got uh, heart attacks. I mean, you've got uh, all these different things that they're not doing anything about, but they use this, the Rona to lock us in our houses, to send out mass mail-in ballots. And basically this is, in my opinion, it's about an election. It's not about um, a virus or our safety at all. It's about submission over safety. It's about taking our rights, seeing how far they can take it before, you know, we, we say enough, enough. Um, so anyways, private property. So you're supposed to be able to, you know, keep your property. I've already went over this stuff on the other side. Rule of law. You can see that it's not the same for all people. Look at Flynn. You know, you got Flynn with the Logan Axe and you got Biden's talk to like 13 plus, you know, uh, country leaders talking about the transition from a, from a fraudulent election that, that he's been trying to steal. And, that, and that's not me saying that. This is his own words. You know, his own words says that he's created the most, you know, inclusive and extensive voter fraud organization the American country has ever seen. Right. So um, anyways, separation of powers, same thing. So all these things are being trampled. All right. All these things are being trampled. But this is how it's supposed. It's not supposed to be trampled, but this is how it's supposed to be, where we have all these, you know, amazing rights and we're losing them. And you can see the direction that we're in. Um, if, if Trump wasn't in place, we're really screwed, peeps. Like, you guys have no idea how close we were with Obama. I mean, he had just he was going around the world selling us out. And then so the, when Trump gets in, the first thing he does is, you know, make America great again. I mean, it sounds a little egotistical. It sounds a little self-centered. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with making America great again? Just like he tells all these other countries, he tells them, make your own country great again. All right. But um, anyways, I've rambled on enough. You can see the slippery slope that we are on. Anything you want to add to that, uh, Aaron? Well, um, you know, I, I do find it. I always find it funny that. People don't like the whole slogan, make America great again, even though Clinton said it, even though Reagan said it. But is there anything really wrong with saying make America great again? Because a lot of people that are saying these things are also saying that there's, you know, uh, widespread racism and that, you know, the, the equality gap and the, the gender gap and all these things. It's like, so if these things aren't correct, 
what is wrong with saying or promoting a better America? You know what I mean? But I always find it interesting how they always, how they always, uh, you know, get matter. Oh, you have a MAGA hat. You know, you're going to hell and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, well, that's sense. that 1%. Nothing you say is ever going to make sense. The people that you'll get that'll start trolling and, you know, when you have these uh, these liberals and things like that, a lot of the stuff that they say just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. You know, they just, they're not educated. They're not informed or they've already made some type of, I don't know, ism in their brain to where mm-hmm. nothing Trump says is going to be acceptable. Everything he says is going to be bad um, and evil, right? So you already know that. You already know that stuff is happening. Um, and so it, it's just best not even to try to have an argument with people like that. You know, it, even in Proverbs, you know, like Solomon always says, never never argue with idiots. You'll just be dumber for it, right? So you just let them let them say their own things and they, they may not like the the saying you know make america great but i guarantee you you know probably 80 percent of the country doesn't mind it so it's just the way that it is it is the way that it is um see what else we want to discuss here a little bit um yeah it could go this way really quick too check this out this is scary all right so you could have this first of all that could happen. You guys see this? This dude's doing a live stream. Next thing you know, he's talking about, uh, you know, basically the, the the medical side of things, uh, the lockdowns, things like that. Uh, they're in Germany. Next thing you know, he's uh, on the ground um, getting handcuffed. Yeah, at this point, they're, they're bashing his door trying to break in. And within about 10 seconds, they'll be inside. It's, it's super unfortunate. This actually uh, this happened in Germany, and apparently they passed a law uh, recently that doesn't really make their constitution apply as much as it was. From what I understand. Pretty crazy, right? So, anyways, pretty crazy stuff. That's Germany right there. All right. So guess guess where our votes are being counted? Germany. You know, so the Dominion software, their server, all that kind of stuff there. Germany. Freaking Germany. All right. Give me a second here. All right. Here's this one. Here's another one that you guys should see. Again, this here is Germany. All right. So hopefully we never see this happen um, in the U.S., but you can see that they are, um, well, they disperse crowds, right? They'll, They'll attack a church for, you know, being out there just worshiping God. Let me just back this up a little bit. You kind of get the idea. So all these people here are protesting the lockdown, all right? These people are not happy with the COVID, you know, requirements and this uh, this lockdown that uh, Germany is trying to do on its people. So they show up to protest. So I'm not sure if I added the volume on this, but you can see that to get the crowd to disperse, you know, they start bringing out all these uh, these water trucks. 
or they're just spraying the crap out of people. I mean, I guess it's better than China, you know, where they bring out the tanks and stuff like that, but it's pretty awful. Yeah. And again, this is the same place where our votes are being counted. And we all know what the Germans at one time were known for, right? So pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. All right. Let's uh, move this along a little bit here. You got anything you want to add to that, Aaron? Uh, just a tiny bit. Is, uh, I do remember back a couple of years ago, Venezuela actually did the exact same thing. There's plenty of videos. Yep. People were actually flying in the air after getting hit with those water cannons. Very unfortunate. Yeah. For sure. But, you know, at least some people were standing up. So, for instance, you know, the the fraud that we had there in Wayne County. So they're in Michigan. You know, there's a ton of um, a ton of discrepancies there. Right. And so they voted yesterday. The uh, the the, uh, the canvassers, they voted. Let me, let me pull this up really quick for you here. See if I can find it. Let's see. Where is that? Pelosi. Where is it? Peace mood. Nope, not that one, not that one. Good God, where is it? Let me try this again. Here, what I'll do is this. One second here. All right, so there's that. Should pop right to the front. There we go. All right, sorry about that, peeps. So this right here talks about the uh, the Wayne County Board of Canvassers, the chairwoman, Monica Palmer, and uh, fellow GOP member, William Hartman, rescinding their votes. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but there was a video where it showed these two different people um, basically, you know, traumatizing these two voters. These people here voted um, to, they intended to vote not to allow the the election results, all right? So they weren't, um, you know, going to sign off on this thing. But then they got bullied into it by two other by two other uh, canvassers, right? So they got bullied into it. They basically doxed them on uh, Zoom saying, you know, they know where their kids go to school and uh, basically tell them they're going to hell and that uh, maybe Q or somebody told them what to do. And so anyways, you know, they, they kind of succumbed to the pressure they did. They were under duress. They thought that they were going to get hurt or their family was going to get hurt. So they caved to the mob there in Michigan. And um, today they rescinded that. So basically what they did was they um, said everything was fine with the vote. You know, they just kind of went along with it because all of these states, you know, every single one of these states here, you have to certify that the, the votes are real. You have to certify that the votes are legit. And they knew that the votes weren't legit. They knew that there was problems with the votes, but they didn't want to get hurt or their family hurt. So they succumbed to the mob and they were going to sign off. This did sign off on the certification of the election there in um, in Wayne County. But what they did was they put a little caveat. We sign off on it, but there has to be an independent audit of Wayne County. Well, today they realized that, you know what? They're going to be patriots. So they spoke out and um, rescinded their previous signature. So what that means is obviously um, they know that there's fraud. Now we all know that there's fraud and they were pressured into signing. And so now you're starting to see what's happening here in all these different states. You're starting to see the pressure that uh, these people are under, you know, under democratic rule. This is another sign of like uh, communism, 
right? So where they're basically just telling people, hey, man, do what I say or else. And that's what they did to get these two people to sign. But both these people took back their signatures. They rescinded them. All right. So the election was not certified there in Wayne County. All right. See anything you want to add to that? Um, I do remember seeing something. Um, Russ Ramsland was actually on Lou Dobbs talking specifically about that and how um, over 3,000 precincts counted anywhere between 99 to 350% uh, to of votes casted versus the people that were actually registered in those counties. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So how do you have 350% of, of a county, right? Or even 100%. How do you have 80%? I mean, normally you're looking at the 55% range. So now I can understand Trump getting more than 55% of the Republicans to show up. But if you're telling me Biden has 350%, that's like, well, that's already 250% too many. And then you've got a problem that normally only 55% vote. So yeah, the math is just completely screwed up. So let's go ahead and um, take some questions really quick from people. Let us know if you have any questions at all. Uh, just hit at Crypto Beatles. So that way I can answer your questions. We'll do a couple, maybe five, 10 minutes worth. Um, again, we'll um, get everybody out of here. Try to stay to it, you know, like an hour, hour, 15 minutes. Uh, let see what else. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you guys go to CryptoBeatles.com. Join the email list right there. Um, keep up to date on our stuff. That way, um, you'll know where we're at. And don't forget, too, if you want a book or if you want crypto, tell us right there when you sign up or just do a contact. Say you've already signed up for the email list. Then just do the contact there and just put your um, Ethereum address, your public Ethereum address. If you want crypto, that'd be Monarch tokens, a thousand of them. We'll pick 20 people. So we'll pick 20 people and get a thousand Monarch tokens to them. Um, all you have to do is just put your public Ethereum address right there in the comment section when you um, do the little, the, little, the little message there or when you join the email subscription. Um, and then if you want a book, just put book there. And if you don't have a cryptocurrency wallet, just go to uh, Google Play or the Android um, App Store and download the Monarch Wallet. All right. So, let's see, Aaron, anything you want to add? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, that way you can stay up to date with the email list. Uh, but, you know, that way you're notified when we go live and all those kinds of things, as well as you're interested in crypto. I mean, everybody likes free crypto. So. Everybody loves free crypto. Who doesn't like free money, right? Everybody yeah. likes free money. All right. So, Tara, what is up, Tara Martin? And what is up, AKA Action? What's up, brother? So, Tara says, we may have had 70 to 80% turnout, but I doubt there was anywhere like 85 or 90%, let alone 300%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that Biden got like 10 million more votes than Obama in his first run in what, 2008? Are you kidding me? That is impossible. The guy was in his basement, you know, and there was nothing but, you know, just little video clips of him losing his mind all the time out there on the campaign trail when he was even out there. Right. And then we have, you know, the reporters giving him the questions and anytime that they would ask him anything, he would just explode. If it was anything negative, but you see Trump, he would be out there for hours and hours and hours, just fielding questions, no matter how ridiculous they were. He was very presidential. He didn't fly off the handles. He was, you know, just doing a, a great job uh, for the American people. And he's going to guess what? He's going to win again, too. Yeah, because he already won November 3rd. They're trying to steal it. But man, if you watch that press conference with Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, you guys have got to watch that literally for like over an hour. It's just, just hammering them with information. Just we caught you and now we're going to prove it. So see now maybe Bernie, but no way Biden did. Yeah. And you know, the thing too, Tara is 
Bernie probably was a victim of Dominion. So, you know, Biden, you know, Biden couldn't even uh, get the Iowa caucus, right? So, you know, we had to have um, Elizabeth Warren drop out and, and Bernie drop out for Biden to get it. But I guarantee you that so many people are in, in office because of this voting software, because of these mail-in ballots, because of all this stuff. And so what's going to happen in the end is we're going to get a brand new pretty voting system. And if you listen to Sydney Powell today, what did she say? She said the same thing that I've been saying from the beginning. Paper ballots. <laughs> Paper freaking ballots. <clears throat> Not mail-in stuff. But we're talking about like physical paper ballots. You go down there, you fill it out, and you freaking you have total transparency from start to finish. Maybe she listened. I don't know. Maybe she listened, but she sure didn't talk about technology. And as much as I love tech, you got to take the tech out of voting. It's just um, you can see what can happen so easy. Just like with with like uh, you know these weighted these weighted fractions that they can do. They have that gem system where they can put little you know, 0. 0.25 or 0.50 and you can just see a massive swap what it does in the votes. You can have somebody that has 500 votes, and next thing you know, they have 2,000 votes just because they're adding a decimal and some and some wonky math. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. William, what is up, brother? Good old William Lentz, our CMO, Crypto Beatles. What do you think are the long-term implications for citizens if the voting system is proven to be fraudulent as what is now being revealed? Where does the country go after that? So what you've got is two things here. Um, we already know that we have a, a fraudulent voting system. We know it. And now we just have to prove it. And that's what uh, Giuliani and Sidney Powell and their team is going to do. They're going to prove that we have a very broken voting system and the American people's votes have not been counting. That's what's going to be proven. People are going to see that. And then you're going to see a new voting system installed. And it's probably going to be something much more simple. It's much more verifiable and much more trustworthy. But what we don't have to worry about is Trump losing because we have the Constitution. So my good old great, 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 great uncle, <laughs> our great uncle, you know, good old Benny Franklin, you know, made sure that when he and the other founding fathers created the Constitution, that uh, there's provisions in there for this type of things. So even if the uh, the Electoral College went the way of Biden, you would have the Republican states, you know, the Congress basically just challenge those votes. Um, and it would end up in the House where uh, they would vote on our next president. So even if you have all this crazy voter fraud, you can see that it's complete garbage. They would just throw out all the election results. If the delegates don't do their job, then the states, 50 states would pick our next president, right? So there's 37 Republican states. 13 Democrat states, every state gets one vote. Boom. Trump is our president. All right. So good thing that uh, we have all that stuff uh, in place. All right. Let's see. Uh, we've been let down by Q so far. What makes you think this is going to happen? You know, I, I'm not a, I'm not huge on 17 myself. I don't really follow all the drops. Um, you know, I, I, I know enough, but the reason why I, th I know this is going to happen is because the only way Trump loses is for him to concede. And this is like one of the one people on the planet you know that is never, ever going to give up. You can read any of his books. You can talk to anybody that knows him. This cat is not going to quit. So as long as he stays in it, he can't lose. There is absolutely nowhere in the Constitution that says he has to concede. Nowhere. And there's provisions for every time they miss a date or something doesn't happen. Something else does happen to where you're going to end up either the Supreme Court is going to make, you know, POTUS or, or 
It's going to keep our POTUS as our POTUS. Or you're going to have the states in Congress vote to keep POTUS as our POTUS. And guess what? It's 37 to 13. So there's no way that this ends well for Biden. He's going to be exposed, period. You've already got Sidney Powell and you've already got Rudy Giuliani out there telling everybody what happened. Now they're going to prove it. So as far as all all the arrests, as far as the swamp getting completely drained, do I think that is going to happen uh, right away? No, God, no. I think this is going to take years. This is going to take a long time, I think, before that type of uh, that that type of stuff happens. <coughs> Excuse me. Must be the Rona. Is that the Rona? Rona, is that you? Uh, your, um, I like H.A. Uh, Goodman in that he's a liberal that now supports Trump, and he still has a brain. But he totally disses Q now because Q said some things like trust sessions and that just blew his gasket. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, all I look at is, is, is facts. I look at uh, things that um, I can prove for sure. Does it appear that somebody is out there running intel or running operations for, for POTUS? It, there's all kinds of uh, times where uh, you would have to say yes. But again, we all know that you can't be right all the time. So maybe, maybe he's wrong sometimes, right? Maybe, maybe he's right sometimes, maybe he's wrong sometimes. Maybe it was what he thought, what they thought, and it just didn't go that way. Um, doesn't mean that they're right all the time. And one thing I find too is a lot of people dive really deep and they dig really deep into every little, every little thing that POTUS says and, you know, and all these things that other people say. And sometimes it's just a gaffe. Sometimes it's just a mistake. Sometimes it's not, you know, really, um, you know, a, a meaning because you, you, you've been let down so many times when you thought something big was going to happen on a certain day and it didn't. And then they just start saying it's a one-year Delta, two-year Delta, whatever. And just, <laughs> but then it doesn't happen on that Delta either. So, you know, I, I think overall, it's it's cool. It's really cool. Um, but looking at every little thing, um, yeah, you can't be right all the time. So give them a break. Give them or give them a break. All right. Let's see. Tara Martin. Uh, let's see. Um, sorry. Uh, let's see. They know what's up. Why you think Kamala hasn't resigned from her Senate seat? Well, of course, they, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. And then we're going to have another four years of, you know, not my president, uh, the crying liberals. But it's going to be different this time, though, because we had a really nice President Trump the first four years, the the next four years, or maybe the next eight years. Uh, he is going to be uh, in beast mode. All right. This guy is going to be in beast mode. So you're going to see all kinds of stuff go down. You're going to see the swamp starting to get drained. He, they attacked his family. Oof. Not good, man. Ask anybody that knows POTUS, you know, that knows him from his days in New York. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be beyond the gloves coming off. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Those, those people have got a lot to be worried about because, you know, if Trump, when Trump, when Trump takes his next four years, uh, there's going to be a lot of changes. And all these people that have been doing this to him, to us, to our country, they're now in the crosshairs. So, yeah, this is um, this truly is good versus evil right here. Like literally, if if Trump doesn't win, we are screwed. Like literally, just as as humans here, as Americans, whatever you want to call it, you can see the writing on the wall. What you know, where we're headed, we're headed towards communism. Without Trump, without him there, you know, we wouldn't have our freedom of speech. We wouldn't have our Second Amendment. You know, we would we would just be it'd be so bad. And people can think I'm exaggerating, 
But man, all you have to do is just look back at Obama. And then you look at the people that um, Biden is putting around him. Good God, man, these are all Marxists. I mean, and if you're a Marxist, what's your political ideology? Mm, oh, yeah, communism. <laughs> so it's never freaking worked ever. And it, uh, it's definitely not going to work here in America either. But uh, yeah, this really is good versus evil. But again, uh, God wins and Trump is absolutely a thousand percent going to win. Thousand percent. I have zero doubts. Zero. The only way he would lose is if he concedes, and we both know he's not going to concede. I told you guys that I think on Saturday's video, and then either Saturday night or Sunday morning. What did he tweet out? I concede nothing. I'm like, ha, told you. So, anyways, I don't do a lot of told you so's or any that kind of stuff, but that's that's one that uh, people need to hear. They need to hear that one because they're always worried that you know Trump's not going to win. Like there's no way he loses. There's zero ways that he loses. He just has to stay healthy. Okay. He has to stay healthy and he can't concede. That's it. So as long as he's healthy, he doesn't concede, we win. And then this voting fraud gets exposed and everybody sees what happened. And we don't allow this to happen ever, ever again. Um, and just to that point really quick, let me find, uh, give me one second here. Here we go. One, not that one. Hmm. All right. Well, I had a bunch of Linwood tweets, but you know what? This one here is—it's still pretty solid. It's pretty credible. All right. All right. So Linwood, what did it say? Communist China, crooks and Democratic Party and disloyal members of the Republican Party, traitors, forgot about the army of digital soldiers who are patriots. Patriots will never allow our constitution to be overthrown by fraudulent election or otherwise. So I say that because we all know, and we're not going to stop. We're never going to stop, you know, no, no matter what. And we're basically, we know that Trump is our president. We know that he won. We know that the fraud is real. We know people are going to see it. And it's going to be really hard for them to deny it. They can deny it all they want, but we all know what happened. We all know what happened. So peeps, um, Yes, if Trump doesn't win, we're commie. Commie screwed. Absolutely, Valerie. Yeah, but again, promise, thousand percent, Trump wins. Like I said, all he has to do is stay healthy and not concede. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we win. All right, peeps. So uh, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Parlor. Follow us on Twitter. This is Robert Beatles. Make sure you guys join us on the, uh, the email list over there at CryptoBeatles.com. We'll try to do these two, three times a week for you. Uh, let, let us know, too, um, you know, what times work best for everybody. You know, let, let me know in the chat or just email me or text me or hit me up on Telegram and let us know what times and what days work best for you because we've just kind of been, you know, kind of sporadic. You know, we just work really early, get off, you know, a little bit earlier and throw a couple hours at this and uh, come hang out with the fam. It's, it's fun. So uh, let us know what times work best for you. All right. Anything you want to add, Aaron? Uh, I think that was it. I do think that there's one thing that I think is funny, though. Um, you have Chris Krebs coming out and saying that there's no evidence that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or, when, or was in any way compromised. And if I remember correctly, he said that this was the most secure election we've ever had. Yeah, he was also fired. He was also fired by by Trump via Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you look into it, you'll find that he was actually uh, part of the deep state. It appears appears that um, they used him kind of like they've used other people in the past to give the the media 
something to spin like they did with the dossier with the steel dossier you know they they give uh, they have 17 intelligence agencies that come out and say it's real so then the press has something to run with so krebs same thing comes out says it's the most secure you know voting we've ever had there's no fraud blah 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 it gives the press something to spin of course it's the furthest thing from the truth so that's why he got canned but you know what, what we're going to find out is all these people were in bed together you're going to find out all these people you're going to find that government was in bed you're going to find out the media was in bed with these people the the social media you know was in bed with these people you're going to find out the big corporations are in bed with these people billionaires like soros and stuff are in bed with these people you're going to find out that you know like the medical industry the medical whatever you want to call it complex that we have who cdc all these types of things you're going to find out you know that they've been in bed you know with this type of stuff you're going to find out that our voting system has been rigged for decades decades and decades and then you're going to get um you're going to have the house that starts to get clean you know a lot of these people they're going to start going the way of the the dodo you're going to have a, a new media you're going to have new voting you're going to have um, definitely new healthcare organizations and of course you're going to have trump for at least four more years but i can see him petitioning the courts because he's very good at suing people uh for another four years because of all the crap that he's had to put through or been put through for you know these four so he gets a do-over right <laughs> he gets a do-over yeah. all right so uh, blaine what is up brother what is up blaine all right um all right peeps well until the next time love you god bless you stay awesome keep your chin up don't worry about the uh, the democrats trying to pull you down saying trump isn't uh, our president because just tell them you know check back with you on january 21st because uh that's uh that's when they'll see that they're wrong and we're right and i guarantee it so watch that all right yeah where is where is hunter where is hunter right whatever happened to his laptop huh yeah all right all right, peeps. Love you. God bless you. We'll catch you in the next one. Hey, peeps. Just a friendly reminder. Crypto Beatles shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the fam. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.